you're listening to Cabin Healy Talks, a student-led podcast ran out of Cabin Healy Community School, Dublin, Ireland. On today's podcast, we are celebrating International Women's Day. It is a day where the world unites to reflect on the role that gender plays in our lives, work and on our planet. We invited along some of our students to help teach us more about this very important topic. We're now joined by Hannah and Zoe. Uh, What are you guys talking about today? Uh, We're going to be talking about stereotypes and feminism with women. What is a stereotype? Um, A stereotype is basically how someone would perceive a kind of like um, a group. So for women, it'd be like how a lot of men or even other women would look at like how women should or shouldn't act. What are the main features of women's stereotypes? So in women's stereotyping, it very evolves around like girls should only like pink and they should only wear dresses, skirts and wear hair, makeup and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of girls and women would even believe that that is how they should, how they should act. It also can tie in with men being um, that men should only be strong, tough, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Shouldn't cry and all that. Then they shouldn't cry. How can this be harmful? Um, A lot of women, and sometimes even men, can actually um, see this as very harmful because they could want to wear trousers or they could want to even wear a lot of men's stuff or even be more kind of masculine. But a lot of women um, would like pressure them down or even, and men would pressure them down. And it could be very, very harmful to have this stereotype because obviously it's not how women should actually be. It's just a stereotype. Is there anything you think you can do to reduce this, like having schools dress codes allow girls to wear pants? Well, the new current dress code has changed jumpers and shirts because the last one obviously had difference between boys and girls. But now the the new school dress code is like girls girls wear the same kind of uh, top half of the uniform than boys would also wear. And obviously girls can wear skirts or trousers as well as boys can either wear skirts or trousers. What is the difference between the top half and the old uniform? When in the old uniform, um, it was mainly for seniors. Uh, girls would have a v-neck with a different coloured shirt, which would be more of a blouse. And the boys would have a u-neck with um, a different coloured shirt and it would be a shirt. What did you think of that uniform? It would have been better if they could wear like either one. So if they had a choice to wear one. Um, however, uh, like they didn't, so like the newer uniform looks much better since they're all kind of the same. So are you happy about the changes in the uniform? Yeah, I would be very, very happy about them. Uh, we're going to talk about feminism now. What is feminism? Feminism is when women or men or even both want to fight for the right of uh, equal men and women. So what do people think about it? Like some people, uh, mostly men, uh, think that feminism is, and some women even think that feminine fe- feminism is when um, women should be 
more powerful than men should, even though feminism is trying to get to the point where we should be equal. What do you think about fe- feminism? Uh, I think it's good, like, we're fighting for our rights, that we should all be equal and we shouldn't uh, have more power than the other. As in the past, uh, obviously, men were more powerful than women and had more advantages. So what do you think about men's rights and stereotypes? So a lot of people would think that because a lot of things is happening for women's rights that men are kind of getting pushed down. Like what uh, Zoe said with um, it was to be equal and a lot of people think that it's for women to become overpowered. Uh, it's not. And one thing about like men's stereotypes is that they have to be strong, strong and masculine. They can't cry and all that kind of stuff. But one fact actually about men is they have a higher suicide rate than women would. Um, do you think there's like been a change in the stereotypes? There definitely has been a huge change within stereotypes. Like a lot of people, as like a lot of people can be more free to themselves. Like, like girls can wear what they want. Like a lot of girls I see, like maybe walking down the street are wearing trousers and shirts and all the stuff that maybe back 50 years ago, they'd only be wearing dresses, skirts and etc. Do you think the same applies for the rights as well? Yeah, uh, well, as I said, like everyone should be equal and we shouldn't be overpowering each other. Like we should like, because obviously back then, um, couldn't have jobs, they just had to just stay home. Isn't the CEO of YouTube uh, female? I think so. I was trying to think of like women who have broken the, like that women should be lower down. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely broken the barrier. Isn't yeah. it? There's yeah. also, there's also like parts of the world where women have as much rights as they did maybe 50 years ago. Like I know there's a lot of countries that still treat women horribly and badly mm-hmm. and like they're only good for certain things. And yeah. like, I'm pretty sure in like, I don't know what country it is, but some women aren't even allowed to leave their house without their husband. Yeah, this is mad. It's mad, isn't it? When you yeah, think of it like and, that. Yeah, um, and like abortion and all has been taken away and it's like- In, in America? A, yeah, in America and all. It's... So Andy, you're here to talk to us today about some notable women in history and also from present day. Who's the first one you picked? Well, the first one I picked is Jacinda Ardern. Um, Some people may know her as the former Prime Minister of New Zealand. Um, She was the country's youngest Prime Minister to date. She entered politics as she wished to change the inequalities faced by many in the country. She was born Mormon, but she came out later in life opposing their negative views on LGBT people and same-sex marriage. When she was elected in 2017, Ardern backed such ideas of free university education, decriminalizing abortion, and creating new programs to alleviate poverty among children. Her main goals have always been creating a fairer and equal world for all. Was she the first female president of New Zealand? No, there's been a few before her, but she's been one of the most influential in the country. Who else have you picked? So next up, I have Marsha P. Johnson. She was active in the 1970s as an LGBT activist. She was at the forefront of the Stonewall Movement, which is regarded as the largest LGBT rights movement in history. She co-founded the Gay Liberation Front, which worked to advocate for LGBT rights. She was an openly trans woman who lived out despite the discrimination that she faced. She knew from a young age that she didn't identify as male, 
and when asked about her gender, Marcia quoted the P in her name, saying it stood for pay it no mind. She's often credited as being one of the people who forwarded transgender rights in the US. What exactly is the Stonewall Movement? The Stonewall Movement was a giant push for LGBT rights that happened in the 1970s, and it started in the Stonewall Inn, a famous LGBT club in New York. Is there an else you've chosen today? Yes, next up I have Hazel Chu. She was the former Lord Mayor of Dublin from 2020 to 2021. She was the first person of Chinese ethnicity to be mayor of a major European capital and the first person of color to hold the title of Lord Mayor in Dublin. She also co-founded Nall Glassa, an organization devoted to promoting equality for women in the Green Party, the party that she is part of, and Irish politics as a whole. Throughout her career, she's been targeted for her ethnicity and the fact that she's a woman in government. She has spoken out about the discrimination that she's faced in politics and has stated that she's not intimidated by the hate she faces. Who's the final person you picked? And finally, we have Mary Robinson, who was the first female president of Ireland, and she served from 1990 to 1997. And after her term as president, she became the, U the UN Commissioner for Human Rights. She held office in a time when Ireland was a lot more conservative and Christian. She paved the way for a lot more women in politics in Ireland. She spoke out against many policies of the Catholic Church, something many were too afraid to do. She is credited with having a transformative effect on the country, paving the way for more diversity in politics and more progressive ideas in the country as a whole. Has there been any other female presidents of Ireland after her? Yes, there have. Her name was Mary McAleese. Was she the like, influential figure? Yes, she very much was. But Mary Robinson was, she kind of spearheaded a lot of women in politics here in the country. Thanks for highlighting some notable women in history for us. No problem, it's a pleasure being here. So we're here with Naomi to do a book review with us today. What book have you chosen? I have chosen Girls Can, Smash Stereotypes, Defy Expectations and Make History by Marisa Sebastian. So do you want to tell us a little bit about the book? The book is mostly about women and what women can do, as there's like five chapters in the book. Each one has different subjects, as my favourite one in this book is chapter five, Changing the World. Different chapters have different women all around the world. So what kind of fields are these women coming from in the book? So these women kind of have different subjects. So these women could be artists, these women are mathematicians, these women are activists all just have a different part in society. Do you think you would recommend this book to read to other people? I would recommend this book to read to other people as it shows many women that are proud of what they're doing. Many women people know of as Frida Kahlo and Madame, Madame Curie and many more. I also like about the book how they said that boys can too. Who would you say is your favourite woman, woman discussed in the book? My favourite woman in the book is Simone Biles. Why do you like her? I like her as she, she shows different girls that can actually win different medals. She's won over 38 gold medals in her whole lifetime. Do you think books like this should be on the school curriculum? I do think that books like this should be on the school curriculum. And what advantage do you think it will bring? 
I think it will bring more history of women and explain more stories. That's great, yeah, I agree. Thank you for speaking to us today. Thank you. Pauline, you're a French language assistant in our school. You define yourself as a feminist activist, right? Yeah, yeah. As an expat in Ireland, have you noticed anything in particular? Uh, so, yeah, I come from Belgium, which is also a French-speaking country. And as you probably already know, France is a country quite activist. I think we can say that uh, French people organize many events on the streets to defend <laughs> different causes, human rights, women rights, LGBT rights, etc. And here I'm talking about non-violent uh, demonstration in that case. So I'm used to seeing a lot of content on social media and a lot of demonstrations on the street. But I think that here in Ireland is less common and I guess it must be explained by many historical and social reasons, but we don't really have time to discuss it here. Uh, what I want to highlight here, and I think it's a nice point to end this podcast with, is that there are not a lot of events uh, on the streets in Ireland for Women's Rights Day, but there are still lots of little events happening everywhere and in different fields, I would say. And I think that point is definitely positive. So what kind of events are you talking about? Yeah, so here I just have a little summary of what a committed expat uh, can find on the internet in a few minutes. So on Wednesday, the UCD was organizing a charity panel and brunch for women's aid during the lunch, of course. <laughs> TU Dublin was organizing an event about women in research this, uh, well, on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, at the end of the day, there was a march organized by Women's Council Island next to the spa in Dublin 1. Uh, then, during, uh, well, during the night on Wednesday, uh, there was a guided walking tour uh, which started at the Grand Social and was about the stories of Dublin's most influential and inspiring women. And also, the Racket Space organized a party with only female DJs. A profession mainly uh, represented by men. Uh, on Thursday, the Institute of Designers was organizing a Y Design Night for Women's Day in the Sugar Club in Dublin too. And on Saturday, we will have in Donnelly at 2 p.m. Uh, a reading from new books of three of Ireland's leading fiction authors, and it's in the studio. So yeah. Have you ever attended any of these events yourself in Ireland? No, unfortunately, I live in the south of Dublin. It's a bit too far for me, but I would have loved, definitely, yes. Hopefully you can attend one soon. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Thank you for talking to us today. Thanks to you. We really enjoyed the conversations we had today, and as male students, we learned a lot. Thanks for listening.